coupled with the fact that everyone was throwing their fruit at the bananas, not the bananas, the, their bananas and fruit at the monkeys. Cut that out. No. <laughs> um, everyone was throwing. Hello and welcome to the Random Questions podcast, where we ask random questions and give probably the wrong answer. My name is Rob. My name is Jill. And we actually have a special guest with us today. He is often been referred to as more handsome than Heath Ledger. He is the Tower of Power, the man with the hour, man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Cannot mistake. He is our Lord and Savior, uh, Dan Fox. Hello, Dan. How are you? Hi Rob, thanks for having me. Hello Jill. <laughs> Did I get that right? You um, know, I, I'm flattered, honestly. Yeah. Um, I haven't had an entrance like that. Um, I'm not going to say since any time, just ever before. Uh, that was beautifully done. Yeah, I had a, um, I had a longer okay. thing prepared, but I was like, ah, we only have an hour, so. Um, honestly, I'll... that's so flattering. Um, I'm questioning at the moment i mean i'm currently dating jill i'm not too sure why with compliments like that coming my way yeah um, well i mean it's... like just just look just think of me okay that's all i'm gonna say um <laughs> you're a good man um <laughs> should i leave should i leave you guys to it I... um, no no we, we, we if we, you wouldn't mind little... <laughs> 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 yeah we'll just pause the podcast no um but today we're we're talking about um about about animals and nature and and what's the biggest animal you could take in a fight? Yeah, we're serious serious journalism going on here. And when we when we discussed having this, I think it was like a, a, a tweet that was like ask ask a man this question and they'll give you an answer immediately without prompting. And we were like, okay. Dan has questions. Dan wants to input something, have some input on this. So we said we'd have Dan on. And well, I can, I, I can see you by a. I, you've opened up a binder. It seems I have. <laughs> I have indeed. Um, this was uh, Jill asked me this uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I thought about it deeply. Uh, first of all, I love animals. Um, I I don't think I have the heart to actually hurt them. That being said. Um, you know, if I were faced in a life or death situation. Yeah, I it, suppose yeah. for any future uh, people who like look back on this recording and if there's a court case, this is all hypothetical. Yeah. This is all theoretical. Um, honestly, I really, I would, I'd be more reluctant to kill a, an animal than a human, to be honest. I don't mind that's, having that on record. Oh, that's, I, I yeah, I, I don't know how that'll fare if there is like a murder trial down the road, Dan, but I mean. Oh, no, I, I don't want to kill anyone, <laughs> but I mean, I really don't want to kill any animals. Okay, that's 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 fair. So I I did some research into the topic uh, uh, this week, and this might uh, help you. I know Dan, you have your own notes, but I think this might kind of help you with it. Okay. I think I, I was looking at like you know what's the biggest animal you could take in a fight, and I thought the important thing is there's several like questions you need to ask. Yeah. So I think it's important to like who who are you like in this hypothetical scenario? And like by the way, I'm not just speaking to Jill or to Dan. By the way, Jill, you know you, you can you can chip in here as well. I will. Don't worry. My yeah. time will come. Jill, yeah. Jill is vicious. Yeah. So, I mean, what the animal is would depend on your own, like, physical ability, your strength, your technique, and, like, if you have any training. So, like, you know, 
I'm a very fragile person and like I I could probably take some animals but there are some animals I just could not fight because they would just you know a strong gust of wind would come in and I'd be like oh well fuck um also things like age will directly impact stuff like agility mm. knowledge in a positive way is and you know you've more knowledge about how to do things you're you're more experienced and also like just your ability to take hits this is a ridiculous conversation so we're gonna it's gonna sound ridiculous but you know i'm enthralled i hope our listeners your listeners not gonna take any credit for them i hope they are as enthusiastic as i am right now so like age is an important factor and also your history of injuries because again i i am not at my top uh, tip physical like uh perception like it's like oh how many broken bones and dislocations will this theoretical animal have to take advantage of you know um, I also thought it was important to question what kind of tools you can use. So can you use, like, can you bring weapons? Like, can you bring a gun to the fight? <laughs> or or is it man-to-man? And if it is, you know, hand-to-hand combat, can you use the environment? So, like, if you're just walking along and, like, an elephant turns up, like, can you, like, throw a big rock at it if there's a rock there? That kind of thing. And also... Is it like a fight or is it a battle to the death? Because if it's a battle to the death and you can steer that elephant off a cliff, I mean, and the elephant dies, I mean, you won. But is that in the spirit of things? You know, is it fair? Yeah, there's a lot of variables here, Rob. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I'm just trying to... You know, there's a lot of my questions are your questions at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And I, I suppose as well, I thought, could you fight something outside of its domain? Like... Uh, the, the largest single animal or single organism on planet Earth is a blue whale. I feel like I could beat the shit out of a blue whale in like a desert. Oh yeah. Or like, or like you know, a very small fish could probably kill me in the ocean. Or like a bird. Like again, like like in the sky. That kind of that has to be taken into account. Of you know, are you fighting on an even playing field, or is it <laughs> very very disjointed? Like, can you, as I said, fight a blue whale on land? Um. <laughs> I thought as well to kind of steer us in the direction, I'd, I'd look at some examples of people fighting animals. So, there's some mythological examples. So, of course, all of us being Irish, I think the one that we'd always think of is uh, Cú Cullen. Satanta, uh, mm. Shaitanta, whatever you want to say, you know, uh, fighting the Hound of Cullen by firing a slitter down its throat, you know. Uh, another example is Theseus and the Minotaur. So, this is this is the thing. Our stories are built on human to animal combat this all feels fucking very weird no uh oh we can say fuck yeah oh um, god yeah <laughs> all right okay just no uh, heated gamer that. moments you know all right okay that's um sweet i ha- i came up with a hypothetical actually because i was okay. like trying to prepare and i realized i was thinking completely the wrong way now but my hypothetical was perhaps i was larping something i don't do but I was laughing with a group of larpers and we all had swords. Okay. Um, and animals broke out of photo and we had to like save ourselves with our swords whilst laughing. Okay. I mean, uh, that's honest. Chill. Um, so like, there's a, I'm, hmm. this is where I highlight how I, misspent, how I misspent my college years. There's a difference between like larping and like reenactments. So, like, LARPers would typically have, like, foam weapons or, like, maybe wood. Whereas oh, re-ena- no. <laughs> whereas reenactors would have, like, swords and spears and, like, well, they're not sharp, but, like, 
they're heavy and they're metal and like if you need to hit something in the head with something you probably could and you're probably trained how to do it properly so i think you and your merry band of larpers that are not real jill does <laughs> not do this wink wink i think you might be fucked yeah, I think so too. Looking at it now, um, after learning that reenactment and LARPing is completely different. Yeah. Yeah, no, I might have come into a few problems. Anyway. Um, can you think of any examples of, like, in popular culture or, like, in, just, I suppose, in life, of people fighting animals? Like, is there anything you've you've heard of, maybe, or seen? Harambe. Um, it wasn't exactly fighting, was yeah, it? Yeah, that, that was more um, so, uh, and, and... That was more so, uh really stupid kid and yeah. lovely lovely gorilla yeah. um, that is true that's that's not very nice get quite emotional thinking about that moment um you know i i, I did kind of go back to you know bullfighting which uh, obviously they do uh, in spain but see the thing is whenever when i when i was faced with this question first of all the parameters are pretty important i mean am i am i just in like a blank 10 meter by 10 meter room uh you know an empty room uh with nothing except um i was gonna say am i naked am i clothed that makes a difference as well um because the animal's naked am i naked as well okay but uh, see what you got to think of is if you get armor so does the animal yeah well i'm, I'm not armor but i mean am i wearing anything i mean i mean that's really up to you you know uh no i'll be naked that's fine okay. um maybe not um i feel like apes would probably grab for the junk see in a scenario like that there's really very few animals i think you could kill or uh sort of knock out um you know we're not particularly strong compared to most yeah. big mammals uh well i have know. i have some examples if that if this might help steer you in the right oh uh, yeah right? please yeah so alligator wrestling yeah yeah that's a great one that's so that seems yeah alligator wrestling is a native american tradition in southeastern u.s so like florida area and i know it's ironic saying native american and then using colonial terms anyway uh seminole and mikasuke peoples um they used to fight alligators for food uh for trade and also sometimes there's like a rite of passage thing like you know a boy becoming a man that kind of thing and um they also used to use it as a form of tourism that they would, you know, get money by doing this publicly. Uh, I mean, I'd watch an alligator fight. I, I would buy tickets to that. As long as the alligator didn't get seriously hurt, um, yeah. I'd I'd be pretty happy to watch that. Yeah, I mean, they still they still do alligator wrestling in uh, around the Everglades and in Florida. Um, I'm surprised. I've been to Florida a lot, and I haven't seen that. It's like a roadside kind of thing. It's like very much like a... It's not like, you know, as just like FOTA or like a big zoo. Like, it's, oh, it's the big thing to do. It's just like, it's definitely seen as something that's less than, like it's a tacky kind of tourist trap kind of thing. All right. Well, let's be honest here. Disney World or alligator wrestling. I'm going to go for alligator wrestling if they're the same price or cheaper. Yeah, I, I, I would say it's probably cheaper to go to the the, the gator wrestling. Would you, so, okay, I, well, we might as well ask this question. Would you wrestle an alligator? Um, I'd probably take a caiman. A, a what, sorry? A caiman. They're a, a, a small, a, a smaller, a smaller species of crocodilian. Okay. Uh, they're about they're about four to five feet long. Uh, <laughs> an American alligator is about nine. About, well, I was gonna say they get up to about twelve. I mean, they're huge, huge yeah. animals. Um, I mean, uh, a big bull. It wouldn't even need to bite you to kill you. Whip you with its tail. 
break a leg. Um, I mean, they're huge animals, really powerful. And they have claws as well. I mean, honestly, they're 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 pretty pretty much modern day dinosaurs. I mean, they're, um, they are unchanged for like thousands and thousands. Oh of years. yeah. So I can't imagine hand to hand if if you have nothing except. I suppose I'll wear clothes from going for an alligator. You're nothing but a pair of shorts and a t-shirt, and you got to beat an alligator. Like I'm pretty sure it's gonna eat me. So I yeah, I suppose there's two different questions as well as like, do you think you could beat it in a fight? But also, if you found yourself in a position where you have to fight it to survive, how do you think you'd fare? I think is probably the way to ask. I definitely run from an alligator. I think they're any less... very quick on the ground. There, we. I actually looked at this as well. They'll <laughs> go to yeah. Myself and Jill were looking. I'm not too sure. Jill loves alligators. Um, I do. I love them. It's because her hands look like their paws. Um, <laughs> it's incredible, uh, uncanny. So anyway, yeah, they can reach speeds of I think it was 35 kilometers per hour, which is a pretty fast sprint. But they can only maintain that for about 10 meters. So I figure as long as they weren't any closer than 10 meters, and I could. I could sprint straight away. I think I'd outrun it um, fast enough, as long as I could maintain a, a, a high speed for about 50 to 100 meters. So I think, I think I'd think i run from an alligator. I wouldn't fight it. No way. I'd just leg it. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't swim. Probably wouldn't climb a tree either. They have claws, so I can imagine they're probably pretty good at climbing. Sorry, I, think I, just, I, think I, I think I'd just flat out run. Oh, my God. Sorry, Jill just sent me a photo of an alligator hand. Yeah, right. They look just like her hands. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> wow, that's I I didn't know this side of you, Jill. That's amazing. We're gonna have to talk about this later. Um, bear wrestling, wrestling a bear, <sighs> wrestling a bear again. I mean, how much time do I get to prepare? Like, so I suppose have you heard of of people wrestling bears before? I have. I have heard of bear wrestling. Um, if someone was like, you got to wrestle a bear in six months' time. Yeah. And you get to try and you get to train for it then i'm and obviously like my chances more than having to do it in half an hour's time yeah i think uh, there was a scene in god it was the will feller movie where he had a basketball team i don't know i can't remember what it's called but he, there was a scene where he wrestled a bear in that i want to say um wrestling bears typically were declawed and they had muzzled or they actually were de tooth and i i actually don't know what the term is there yeah um and they would fight like it's it's very very manufactured, I suppose. There were two two famous examples of wrestling bears. There's Terrible Ted and Hercules. Um, people do not know what the fuck happened to Terrible Ted. He just disappeared. That's awful. That's that's, that's terrible. Yeah. Um. But uh, Hercules the bear was in Octopussy, the James Bond movie. Ah, oh, you know it's probably the worst James Bond film. But I've anyway. never seen it. And uh, Terrible Ted uh, once teamed with The Rock's dad. Really? Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Johnson's dad once teamed with Terrible Ted the Wrestling Bear. Like, team teamed up for, like, a WWE fight or teamed up for something else? I, I don't know what you're implying, so I'm just going to say a wrestling match. And no, I mean, that. like, did they, did they team up for, like, a film or something? Like, I, I don't know. No, no, yeah, no, in a wrestling match. Um, and what were you implying? I don't know what the fuck you were saying. I never know what you, man. Oh. Um, I, I, I want to bring up something, though. Oh, yeah? A lot of these fights seem like, as you said, manufactured. You know, yeah. like, obviously, the alligators probably chosen specifically, and, like, the bears are, you know, somewhat tame, used to humans, if Terrible Ted did 
was friends with the rock star. Yeah, for um, sure. More like, uh, more like timid Ted. Really, can I can I bring up a <laughs> timid Ted? Oh. can I bring up a situation where the animals won? Sure, yeah, like, sure. Go for I'd it. love to hear that. Please. Have you heard of the Great Emu War? Yeah, I have. No, yeah. I haven't. So e- elaborate. emus, <laughs> emus are large, flightless birds. For anybody who doesn't know what an emu is, I would recommend googling them. And they, <laughs> according to this article, unwittingly foiled the Australian army. So basically, what happened with the Great Emu War is, um, in after I think it was following World War One, um, a large number of the discharged veterans, um were given land to take up farming by Australia but there was a lot of emus on the land and it was like ruining their crops um so basically the Australians took battle against 20,000 emus and uh they lost <laughs> yep the emus yeah. won they, they that's they, um that's pretty cool yeah they gave the veterans guns to to clear the emus out and they they did not uh there was no it, it this has become a bit of a meme because on wikipedia it was framed as like a legit battle and it was like belligerents emus the australian <laughs> government and it's like uh that's brilliant yeah um yeah I that's mean, you gotta love that's when, an exciting story yeah when when nature fights back um i should say as well going back to the the wrestling bears there's no documented case of them killing someone in a fight <sighs> but there are cases of them killing people like just randomly like you know they left their cage and just did kill someone or um they killed someone on a film set i want to say like i i I did some research and i think there was a bear called rocky who who killed someone um also people wrestled animals like orangutans which were not trained and that did not work out for people no i can't imagine it did orangutans are are pretty big apes Um... yeah so a really famous wrestler called Bruno Sammartino once fought an orangutan and uh, he got paid, I think it was like $5 for every, or it was like $25 for every five minutes and it went on for 25 minutes and he said it beat the shit out of him because he had been told it was like a monkey, which he presumed to be a small thing and this giant like lumbering, you know. I'm surprised he lasts that long. He was a big dude. He was a big dude. I, I think I've said it on this podcast before. If not, I've said it on other ones. Bruno San Martino, one of the most interesting people to ever live. Like, Google him in your spare I, time. I think I, I think I will. Yeah. Uh, kangaroo boxing is another example I have. Yes, I've looked at techniques for trying to fight a kangaroo. The problem is they can kick as well. Yeah, they, um, they, they have a, pre, a prehensile tail, I think it is. That yeah. They, they can stand on their tail. Yeah, and they can Do kick forwards. Know- how my school got banned from going to photo <sighs> i mean you're gonna tell us so yeah go on allegedly uh, so, allegedly i heard this as a rumor once uh are you allowed to say year... the name of your school no 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 we won't say that but we went uh every year we used to go to photo for a geological trip and at the end we're allowed to walk around the park and there's like little kangaroos that roam free what are they called they're they're not kangaroos. wallabies they're wallabies. wallabies. Um, they, have, they have kangaroos as well. They have kangaroos in front. Yeah. Someone cornered a wallaby trying to pet it because the wallabies roam free. And the wallaby um, got very, like, angry and punched him. Yeah, so, I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah. And the zookeepers were like, this, coupled with the fact that everyone was throwing their fruit at the bananas, not the bananas, <laughs> their bananas and fruit at the monkeys, 
cut that out. No. <laughs> um, everyone was trying. Everyone was tro- throwing uh, fruit into the the, uh, the monkey enclosure, and the monkeys got like really excited and then started fighting each other. Yeah, <laughs> the zookeepers were not happy. But um, anyway. yeah, ca- kangaroo boxing. I I actually tried to find evidence of this. There are no, there's no footage that I could find. There was no like really well documented like if you want to see a man wrestle a bear you can do that really easily there's lots of documented cases of it with kangaroo boxing it, it apparently was used as like a promotional like carnival thing like wrestling bears um since the 19th century and but there's just there's no evidence of it um and kangaroo hands would be bound like in kind of oven gloves there was an example of i think it was in 1935 do i have it written down i don't um, the world heavyweight champ did like a, a a fight with a kangaroo. Like it was literally just a he's wearing a suit and he's like just fake throwing jabs at this kangaroo. Uh, Primo Carnero was the the champ at the time, and it's a you know British pie, you know, uh, nerves real firm, and it's like mocking him that he was the lumbering oaf. Like they're talking shit about the world champ. It's very strange, but like that's all I could find. And the bo- the boxing kangaroo is actually a symbol of Australian sports. And I think it was the 2010 Winter Games. The Aussie team like flew their flag from the sporting village and the uh, the Olympics. The IOC were like, no, we can't can't have that. That's a commercial entity. Take that down. And it was a whole thing. Um, but in 2016, a video went viral of a man punching a kangaroo in the face to save his dog. I saw that video. Good video. Yeah, so actually, in Australia, uh, punching kangaroos is illegal. I would so d- even if no you... shit. I would presume so. Yeah, <laughs> but no, even if you punch a kangaroo in self defense, you will still have to go to court. Oh, is it like a separate crime? Yeah, like... yeah, it's like a separate. Yeah, like so you have to go and you have to show um to the magistrate that your action was um reasonable and necessary, and you have to prove it. But like, is it like punching like animals or harm to animals, or is it literally no, no, it's ca- just it's kangaroos. kangaroos. <laughs> Yeah, it's kangaroos. Because I think because punching kangaroos has always been kind of a thing there. I yeah. It's on your bucket list, to, you know. People used to do it for fun. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I think people would get drunk and they'd be like, you know, it'd be funny when you're kangaroo and having a little match with it. So I, I think they tried to clamp down on that. I, I did look into how viable it would be to fight a kangaroo because there wasn't any evidence of how it went. And... Uh, they, as Dan said, quite aptly, they can kick as well. And basically, like, kangaroos are sadistic motherfuckers. Like, there's documented cases of them, like, getting animals, like, to water. And, like, for, like literally drowning random animals. <laughs> and I'm laughing out of awkwardness, not because it's funny. And the thing that you always hear about kangaroos is that they will disembowel you with their claws. So, do you think you could fight a kangaroo? <laughs> No. <laughs> I've I, I did look into this. Right. <laughs> kangaroo. Uh how big is the kangaroo? Uh kangaroo, I don't have this to hand, but I know they're about they're about the height of an average person or maybe a bit taller, and then when they kinda are in fight, like when they're scrapping, they kinda you know, pump up. So I would say about anywhere between six and seven foot tall. You see the problem with fighting any of these animals is by nature, we aren't ever put in scenarios where we need to fight for our lives. 
I'm fairly certain kangaroos have come across, you know, come across crocodiles, come across other animals that are going to try to kill them. They're, they're going to fight as if you're going to try to kill it. Whereas we've never had to do that. So for me to actually kill a kangaroo would be, I think, pretty much almost impossible because it would fight until it's almost completely dead. Um, it wouldn't give up at any point. Yeah, you think um, it's like a, a lean, mean killing machine and you're just a man. It might be a good situation to put yourself um, in a scenario where, for example, the guy who punched the kangaroo was to, doing it to save his dog. So maybe in this scenario, you are the dude who's saving his dog. Could you save your dog from the kangaroo? I think I mean, he fit, did. He yeah. punched it and then he ran away, didn't he? So I, I was disappointed because yeah. I went to look for that video and I remember it as just being like just some dudes who are bros having cans and like, he just hopped out of a truck, walked over, punched a giraffe, and like he was ready to square up. And his friends were like, "No, dude, dude, run away! <laughs> the dog is free." But uh, it was like a nature documentary thing. Like they were filming for a documentary. Like it, it wasn't just some some guys being dudes, and that, that kind of took away from it for me. I liked the idea of a guy just drinking. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And they're like, just "Hold my beer, <laughs> <laughs> right hook." <laughs> um, so could I kill a kangaroo? No. Do I think that with a bit of training, I could hit it enough times to deter it from wanting to interfere with me anymore? Possibly. Yeah, like, I mean, I, they say that, like, you know, animals like sharks, that if you just punch it on the nose hard enough, it will just go away. Like, but a shark would kill, I'm going to speak for all of us here, but feel free to jump in. A shark would kill us all. Um, well, not well, on land. Well, yeah, not on land, of course. Well, what if it's a land shark? Not what just, if it's gone through I... the... Carcinization project and it's uh it's amphibious now. <laughs> honestly, I sure. <laughs> honestly I I still think I could take it. Um, you know, you just I I I can't see the flipper as being particularly useful even in the later stages of becoming feet. Well, you see, a shark can't stop moving, so it's never going to stop coming. And also, I feel like uh, well, well, that's 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 due to it having gills. Uh, it's not going to have gills if it's on on land but it will but it's also gonna have lungs so uh but back to the kangaroos i've actually found vintage photos of kangaroo boxing yeah and they put tiny little boxing gloves on them yep so i'm guessing that's to stop the disembowelment you were talking about earlier yeah i without trying to get too much like i don't want to really get that gruesome of a web search i was like okay I always presumed it was, like, they'd go on their hind tails and, like, kick you in the stomach and, like, disembowel. But, like, I've seen footage, like, I think that guy got kicked in the stomach, the guy who punched a kangaroo. or Like, I've seen that and, like, they didn't instantly get their colon spilled on the floor. So I was wondering, I think it's the idea is that they will, like, knock you down. And then when you're on the ground, they'll start doing that. But, uh, yeah, no, gloves on the kangaroo was one just to be like, hey, hey, look, he's a proper boxer. But, you know, it's a kangaroo. And, uh... Yeah, also to protect them. Yeah. Um, I have an example of... I've. It's an article I looked up. It was six times humans were forced to fist fight animals. Do you want to hear about that? Oh, yeah. So, I do, yeah. Uh, this comes from themodernrogue.com. I tried to find out more about the website. It didn't seem to be like a dodgy, you know, alt-right hellhole. But, you know, if it is, I'm, I apologize. Um, in 2016 in Alberta, Canada, a guy fought a cougar outside a Tim Hortons coffee shop to save his huskies. Cool. Yeah. He was in getting some Tims and Tim Hortons and he uh, 
heard yelling outside and he was like, oh shit, something's got my dog. And he punched it in the face and then he realized it was a mountain lion. It was a cougar. And uh, the cougar kept coming back, so he had to chase it into the forest. Yeah, apparently cougars will um, will kind of uh, be pretty pretty apprehensive to actually jump on you if you're still facing it. It's not until you turn away. Yeah. In- interestingly, in the movie Twilight, oh God. instead oh, of humans... For fuck's sake. <laughs> instead of for humans... the listeners who, uh, who want to know more about Jill, um, I am forever second to Robert Pattinson. Um, but, no matter how hard I try. But um, not in the case of a lockdown. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, just saying. Anyway, Jill, carry on in Twilight. In Twilight, um, the vampires feed on mountain lions instead of humans. So vampires can take a mountain lion. That's horrendous. That's a, If I were a vampire, I'd kill humans first. And... Um, Stephanie Mayer, well, she wrote them as vegetarians because they would feed on animal blood, not um, human blood. So they are vegetarian vampires. So, but yeah, you. also, you know, like, I, I feel like, Dan, the reason behind that isn't like they don't want to hurt humans. It's more the mountain lion community tends not to ask as many questions when one of them disappears, you know? I don't know, but you got to live with what you did. Yeah, but you've got a lot Killed of time. You've got a lot of time to meditate on it, you know? Yeah, that would make it worse for me. I, I would... I don't want to go into the fact, you know, I'm going to not, ugh, shut up, Dan. I mean, look, look, while we're on Twilight, Team team Edward or Team Jacob, Dan, let's go. Let's have this. I, I've only seen the first one. Uh, we watched it over Christmas. Um, and I, I don't really know who the, um, who the not Edward guy is. Um, but honestly, there's, there's one line in Twilight where uh, he says, hop on little spider monkey. And um, I kind of say it to myself probably once a day when I'm feeling down and uh, it makes me feel better. So Team Edward. Yeah, okay. So Jill, you're you're still in a relationship? Yeah, that's, we can confirm. Yeah, 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 we're still in a relationship. I'm yeah. really glad he's Team Edward. Yeah. And you're Team Edward. We're all Team Edward. Yeah. In... I mean, I do still think that it's a terrible film. But uh, I watched an Edward, an Edward Cullen film. Who, who's the actor? Robert Pattinson. I watched a Robert Pattinson film the other night, and um, he's he's grown on me. He's good. He he played a, a very bad priest. Yeah. There you go. In 2018, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a guy jump edit that bit out, right? No. Uh, in 2018, a guy jump kicked a bear in the chest to get it out of his cabin, and I can confirm it wasn't the gay kind. It was just the. The, the bear, the like it was a grizzly. Like a, I don't know if it was a grizzly bear, but like the animal, Ursus Minor, whatever. So he didn't kick a big hairy homosexual fat on the chest. Well, I can't confirm that for sure because it's California and like you know, you never know what people get up to. I'm not going to comment on that stuff. So he might have done that, but not in this case. All right, yeah. at least it wasn't an otter. <sighs> <laughs> well, as in a smaller hairy gay man or an otter, the animal. Your pick. <laughs> in 2015, uh, a guy punched an alligator in the eye to save his dog. Good shot to get it in the eye. <laughs> there seems to be a there seems to be a lot of dog saving going on. Honestly, yeah, he was. Oh, by the way, I should note all of the animals mentioned in this are fine. Like, were fine. Like, they they had to go to a vet and get like you know treatment, but they were all okay. Like, no no animals were. Except for the animals that might have been punched in the eye, none were harmed in the, the making of this article. 
Um, yeah, this guy was like just walking along a, a canal, and this was in um, Georgia, not in, not in Florida, as I just presumed it was when I saw man punches alligator in eye. Um, he was just walking along, and an alligator just jumped out of the water, grabbed his dog, and brought it back into the water. And he just was like, "Yeah, I didn't really think about it. I just dove in." I think like the dog came back out of the water, and he just punched the alligator. The alligator opened his mouth as if to say, "What the fuck?" And he pulled his dog out and ran away. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. In 2016, a mom punched. Uh, sorry, she pried a mountain lion's jaws open to save her son in Aspen in Colorado. And I said, prize a mountain lion's job open in my notes. So I don't know why I just said that. But yeah, All right. mom strength to save the son. And a, in 2010 in Florida, a boy was attacked by a bull shark and had his arm torn off by the, sh- I think by the shoulder. Uh, the, his uncle wrestled the shark to shore, beat the shit out of it, got the arm back and the arm was reattached. I should say that the boy has lasting disabilities because of this, but, you know, didn't die and has the arm. So, I mean, what can you do? That's crazy. I reckon that that shark was like, who the fuck is this guy? This is, oh no, I picked the wrong kid to chew on today. Yeah, like, I mean, for Poor real. guy. Honestly. Um, and like, like, you do think of like, you know, how sharks are generally don't like hunt humans or they don't mean to and they're generally it's our fault if there's ever like an accident like that but that seemed to be a little bit beyond the pale i don't know um no i reckon the kid flicked them off or something you know yeah yeah the the kid definitely gave the shark the middle finger the shark's like no that's too far um probably is have you ever fought an animal in real life not to incriminate yourself but have you ever um i have ever only like so like i used to have like a small dog and like another dog would be like at him and i would chase the other dog away um my my cat despite being a dopey motherfucker is actually really good at hunting and three or four times in the space of a month we would see her running up the garden with a bird in her mouth we would surprise her and then the bird would fly away so as Hmm. far as fighting animals that's that's as far as i've gone anyway no, I, I don't think I've ever had to fight an animal off. Um, Jill? No. No, I haven't ever really. I guess, like, play fighting with, like, dogs or cats, you know? Yeah. But never, like, actual, like, having to save myself. I just... uh, my dad has fought an animal, actually. Okay. Um, He got chased by a bull. Oh. And it uh, almost killed him, actually. Oh. Um, Well, it could have. And he... um managed to get into a corner um and the bull like charged at him but because he was in a corner he made himself as small as possible the bull's horns went into the wall oh wow around him and then he the bull like wasn't able to hit him so i think my dad just like ducked under it and like ran as fast as he could and hopped a fence but yeah he almost fought a bull mm. yeah he also got charged by a pig yeah but you were hungry that day I I I, well, I was gonna say I mean like yeah a cab and all that but come on let's buy a policeman let's be, let's I'm be so fair sorry. here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um no it, it was a it was a mammy pig um and he was showing me its babies 
and they get very aggressive she was like what are you doing with my piglets and ran at him and he like ran really quickly and hopped a fence and lost a welly mm. but yeah he almost had a big fight so the the, la- the last thing that i had before we get into the discussion i'm sure you know dan this is where your notes will come in um have you ever heard of a concept of mma math people no so mma maths it's it's an old mixed martial arts theory that if x fighter beat y fighter and z fighter beat x fighter then theoretically z fighter would likely beat y fighter uh it's basically the mathematical concept of transitive property yes so it's the idea that like if there's an animal that you could beat that could all that could beat another animal then theoretically you would also be able to beat that third animal so i think that's something that's important to kind of have in mind when you're when you're thinking about, you know, what animal you could take in a fight. So I think now it's time to properly ask the question of what is the biggest animal you think you could take in a fight? We'll start with Dan. Dan, you have the notes. You're the man with the plan. All right. Uh, largest animal I could take in a fight. Um, you know, in terms of weight, it's probably going to be uh, like a large dog because there's a lot of technique to fighting a dog when I was reading give can you, um, can you give an example of like a large dog like maybe a breed of dog or like a size like um, a, a height I probably i probably wouldn't want to go for a rottweiler because okay. they're they're quite aggressive um but i could probably without too much training take most of the collie breeds um because <laughs> they're kind of a medium-sized dog um but you know they're they're on the side of large but they're not particularly aggressive so they, do, they don't have that incredible bite force um so you you're supposed to kind of coax it uh away from your neck your groin and your face and uh if it bites you don't pull away and uh just try to kick it as hard as you can in the neck sorry i i uh, why, why i yeah. laughed a minute ago is i just imagined like a rocky style montage where it's just you but like lassie is the other boxer and it's like oh, lassie's lassie's fuck yeah um yeah. yeah your your time is your time is coming up lassie yeah, Lassie's mm-hmm. luck is run out. Like, oh, um, Jesus Christ. So uh, I reckon dog. I was thinking bobcat. I could probably take a bobcat. Um, similar sort of technique, and I think they're less less dangerous because their their jaws aren't as big. Okay. Uh, but they but they do have uh, claws, so you got to watch out for them. Basically, uh, as long as you don't get knocked to the floor, I think you could take dogs cats up until probably 30 kilos anything bigger than that it's just we just don't have the power to weight ratio to inflict any real damage i mean what are you gonna do with it yeah i mean you're gonna you're gonna beat it to death so are like, you mike tyson is this like in your in your like head in your scenario is this like the the voidless like 10 by 10 room is that what you're kind of talking about or imagine that's it you're yeah. you're you're in a room you got nothing on you no no weapons no pants anything. apparently There's, yeah. No, you're, you're, no, no, you're wearing pants because I'd actually be quite scared the dog would chew on my, my willy, um, okay. which I wouldn't want. I, I like how you dropped the word cunt, no problem, but willy, you had to pause. Yeah, well, it's, it's because in my, because I get quite vivid in my scenario, when I say something like that, I'm actually imagining it being sort of ripped off at the base by Lassie. Um, seems... <laughs> Have you, have you not not to turn this into a therapy session but have you thought of that often um, <laughs> more often than you might think <laughs> less often than um 
other grotesque okay, things that and, may happen to me. Um, and now I'm going to turn on to Jill. Jill, has he ever made you call him Lassie? Or call yourself Lassie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay, well, be, be careful for that. We might we might have to edit in an update, you know. Um, yeah. Wait. Uh, so anyway, bobcat, dog, maybe a caiman. Okay. Uh, so small, small alligator sort of thing. Uh, I think I'd die if a bear were there. I think a bear would just... If it wanted to kill you, it would kill yeah, you. Yeah, I, I remember that it's like bears have... Because I think it was the idea of... It was like it was like a meme for a brief period. It was like who would win in a fight, like a bear or a gorilla. And it's like people really underestimate, one, how big bears are. And also how like their claws, like how much power they actually wield. Ah, they're huge animals. Yeah. Like. Um, in terms of apes, uh, some of the lesser apes, maybe. If But lesser apes are usually you know 20 kilos or less but like i mean like you know the thing if, is, if you could if you could catch it you might be able to get it but like the, the thing, thing with, is, with a lot of ape species is that they have a very strong grips grip uh strengths grip strength they do so that yeah. if they get ca- caught of like your wrist they could like break your wrist you know i don't know about break it um or like severely you, injure it so you can't use it in the fight you know I was, so I was looking at this and they're going to be about four or five times stronger than a human per weight basically so if you're fighting something that's 20 kilos you figure it's going to be about as strong as a strong 60 kilo person 60 kilos really isn't that big and i can't really think of anyone who's 60 kilos who could break my wrists just with their hands mm-hmm. um not really that's like a i mean 60 kilos is it's not that big um even if you got like a, a big guy big 90 kilo strong dude do you really think he could snap your arm just with his hands? Probably not. Um, bones are pretty strong. So I don't think it would be able to uh, break your bones. I think it would gouge your eyes. That would be the big thing for me. Yeah. I think the uh, if it was like, a say, a 20-kilo gibbon and it managed to get face height with you, I think it would gouge your eyes, um, rip your nose off, bite you. Um, but I think if you could grab it arm by arm, you might be able to sort of pin it down and, you know, crush it with your foot. Jesus um, Christ. I mean, we're like, I took this seriously. Um, yeah, yeah I, I just, I wasn't expecting it to be as, as graphic, I guess. Um, Jill, I suppose, just for a brief uh, reprise, I guess, from, you know, <laughs> Dan the Caveman fucking <laughs> power fist or whatever. But like, Jill, like, did you have any thought on like what ammo you could take in a fight or... Yeah, so I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, like, bugs. But then I was like, the bugs could kill me first. Or second, I could kill the bug, and then it would kill me. Like, for example, a slug. I might beat it, but then do I contract rat lungworm, and it beats me? I I mean, as long as you're wearing, like, a shoe, I imagine you'd probably... Yeah. Like you don't have to eat the slug. Like it's not which animal could you eat? Oh my god, did, Fair enough. did the bee not come off in the letter I sent you? Oh shit. Did you think it's what's the biggest animal you could eat? Whoops. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know what I just thought? Yeah. I'm thinking I could maybe beat a manatee in a fight. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. This is why. How the fuck's a manatee gonna kill you? Silence. There we go. <laughs> like, it's it's basically a floating cloud. 
Um, a very, very heavy cloud. It's, I mean, oh, yeah, they're, they're about a thousand back kilos. But I figure if you could, I could, if you could maybe shove your hand in it. His... <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let's go back to Jill, who just yelled, I could beat a chicken. I could beat a chicken. Okay, go on. Let's um, talk us through your strategy here. Because I'm in Dan's room, right? The big white room. And it's just me and a chicken. Sorry, I think sorry. I just... Is this a real room Dan has? Has he been doing this? Is this <laughs> is Dan just reading his diary? I need to know now. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no. straight jackets this... in there as well. Yeah, it's purely hypothetical. <laughs> Wink. This is hypothetical. So yeah. Um. So there's there's me and a chicken, or me and a duck, maybe. I don't know. I think I could just like, I think I could take it. I, you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not a statement of the, like a, that I don't believe in you. It's more so that I fear the chicken and the duck. Yeah, like a goose. No, they're terrifying. I like. I think uh, you you could kill it. I mean, how's a the thing is how's a goose gonna kill you? Really easily. Yeah, very easily. They serve uh-huh. only one master. That master is chaos. Um, they also have teeth on like their tongues and their. Yeah, I and think if if you could get your your hand around a, a goose's neck. I think I think you won. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I, I, like it's the kind of well, thing where it's like, it yeah, it's like theoretically sure, but am I going to win ten out of ten? I don't think so. I don't know. I I think geese. I think we could set that up. No, no, Dan. Down to the lock. Dan. <laughs> I I wouldn't mind. Dan. Um, Dan. Well, as long as. Uh, no. Bad. But I I I will say there is a really great video. I'll try and link it in the the description of U- the University College Cork UCC's uh, current president just casually wrangling a swan while he's talking to like a an interview because that's he, he's a like a, a bird scientist whatever um and he shows a great technique of how to just calmly wrangle a swan so I mean like if you could transfer that to geese and you know maybe that's maybe that's worthwhile you know. See, I've, I don't know why you cut me off there when I was, my father's looking at me wondering what the hell I'm talking about. You know, I actually had a great conversation with him and, and he's about as mad as I am. Uh, his, it was his idea about the 10 by 10 room, um, you know, that we built in our house uh, that we don't definitely have. Um, so, you know, anyway, um, where was I going to this? Oh, yeah. I just want to say, like, if anyone from the Cork City Council is listening, I'm not going to go and abduct a goose. Um, because like I, you already I have, no in, have I have no intention of hurting these animals I mean if it is going to be served up as like super values Christmas dinner then I offer myself services to catch it and kill it for you but otherwise I'm not going to do it okay I will give you uh, just to go back to Jill's fighting a chicken Jill if you walk into super value and start beating the shit out of like a chicken on a, like a, in the fridge <laughs> I'll give you that win I'll give you that one <laughs> <laughs> thank you it's, it's a little victories yeah. but i was thinking in this room how high is the ceiling because geese can fly right yeah yeah see i definitely couldn't beat a goose i mean like oh, how's it gonna but how's it gonna beat you oh many ways well i mean it's at, at that point it's the waiting game you know <laughs> like because presumably it's you know the room doesn't you know open up until you know the fight is over Oh yeah, until there's blood. Yeah. Until there's a lot of blood. Well, or just someone gives up or whatever, you know. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Only one person can leave. <laughs> what is this gladiator? <laughs> yeah, kind of, I guess. It's good. It's a good room. 
So I, I there's a question that always goes around, and I, I I'm gonna ask you all the question. Um, would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Jill, you're the horse girl. Let's start with you. Horse-sized horse-sized duck. That is not a very nice way to speak to my girlfriend. We. I'm horse just, girl. I'm just gonna say listen listen to the back catalogue. There. That's this, not fair. This nice. is self self-described horse girl. I'm a horse girl. Yeah. That's not very nice. Not because I look like a horse. Oh, it's nothing to do with that. No. All right. Yeah. That, why, hey, in that case, yeah. Why did your mind go there, Dan? Oh, I don't know. I guess. Uh, yeah. Guess it's the long face she usually has. Oh, this is this is not couples <laughs> counselling. I'm going to go back to the. So, Jill, you, you were you were fairly immediate with the duck-sized horse or horse-sized duck. Why? Because I wouldn't want to fight the tiny ponies. They'd be really cute. Oh, they're, so but, they're trying to kill you. Yeah, but a giant duck would be terrifying, and I'm sure lots of people would want to kill it. So, uh, I would fight the the hundred, uh, horse or duck-sized horses, um, because horses. Well, one, yeah, they're smaller, but also horses aren't um predatory or combinational. Like they will meet. Like their fight or flight is set to flight. Like they just yeah, they is, they true. they don't fight. Uh, whereas ducks are assholes. Like they will fuck you up. So. Yeah, I'm I'm fighting those horses all day long. I'm like, yeah, you don't have to kill them brutally, Dan, like a fucking caveman. But you know, I honestly I don't understand. Look, if you're gonna hurt the animal enough for it to live a very sad life, you may as well kill it so that you can use it for food or something. Yeah, but I'm thinking of like a boxing match. Like you know, you you said Mike Tyson. Like I know he ate a bit of Evander Holyfield, but he didn't kill him. Evander Holyfield is still alive. Yeah, he doesn't have part of his ear, though, does he? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? That's my point. Yeah, you're right. The, the boxing should be a death sport now. It should. Um, so yeah, Dan. The the same question to you. Oh, definitely the um the 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 small horses. Small. Um, absolutely. Um, I've, again, see this the the parameters of it are are you beating them in a fight or are you killing them? You're winning. And I'm just gonna say you're, you're winning. winning. See that? All right, Charlie Sheen. Um, <sighs> like, uh, it, it, and see the horses. I mean, are they are they like right? We need to beat it, or we need to kill it when it's looking at me. They need to win, and I think their win condition is get away. Oh well, if their win condition is get away, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chase them. Off you go. You're you're gonna be delightfully cute. Yeah, but what if when you lose, like, what happens, like? That could be a really well, big, a really big price to pay, Dan. You don't know. It's the unknown. I haven't lost. But if they win, you lose. So it's basically I'm hunting the horses. Yeah. Well, that's horrendous. I don't want to hunt horses. Neither do I. I want them. I, I want them to try to kill me so that I can then kill them. Horses aren't going to want to kill you though. They're they're peaceful creatures. Well, I'm a peaceful creature as well. Believe it or not, after these last forty-five minutes. I, so I, the, the, the question we asked at the beginning is what's the biggest animal you think you could take in a fight? I also did some research into what's the smallest animal that would knock you the fuck out? So I, I, I have it into a few categories and these are just examples. There's, I'm sure, more. Uh, bacteria, uh, mm. Clostridiodes, uh, difficile or C. diff. Um, it causes severe diarrhea and colitis, which is inflammation of the, uh, the intestines. And it causes approximately 15,000 deaths in the US every year. Yeah. That's technically a tiny animal beating you. Uh, mos- mosquitoes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll go straight to them though. So insects. I have mosquitoes. As Jill said, they cause uh, 
over a million deaths per annum. Um, I also looked into the tsetse fly. Do you know about the tsetse fly? Is that the one that lays its eggs in your eyes? No, that's a bot fly, and it does it in your uh-huh. like lips and stuff. It's terrifying. Lips and, yeah. Yeah. Are these the ones that cause like um, a really bad flu kind of so, and neurological stuff? Tsetse fly is called African. I'm gonna pray. Uh, Trypanosomiasis, which is a sleeping disease. Um, there are three phases to this disease. Uh, hemolymphatic, neurological, and advanced. So hemolymphatic, you have malaria-like symptoms. So you have fever, severe headaches, joint pains, itching, weakness, malaise, fatigue, weight loss. Um, your nodes, your lymph nodes swell to like a tremendous size. Uh, uh, lymphedem, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. And also your liver and spleen will grow uh, to a huge, huge size. Uh, the second phase is neurological, and you fra- fragmented sleep-wake cycle, insomnia, drowsiness, sudden sleepiness, you get a tremor, you have general muscle weakness, uh, hemoparesis, uh, paralysis of a limb, abnormal muscle tone, gait disturbance, ataxia, speech disturbances, paresthesia, hyperesthesia, uh, anesthesia, uh, visual disturbance, abnorma- abnormal reflexes, seizures, and coma, and you'll also get stuff like delirium and mania. And then advanced, uh, without treatment, you'll get progressive mental deterioration, uh, leading to a coma, syst- systemic organ failure, and death. So, Woo. so do you think you could take a, a, a tsetse fly? <laughs> no, thank you. Do you think I could take it? I mean, again, what are the parameters? Well, I mean, it just flies up and bites you. You're dead. Goodbye. <sighs> yeah, I mean... Like, like you might win yeah. the battle, but it wins the war. I mean, if, if, if it's, what if it's just there on the floor, and I'm like, oh, fuck off. When I step on it. I mean, whatever you're into. Um, well, I mean, then I win, right? I also looked into uh, mushrooms and plant life, but they were very much, if you eat it, you'll die. One example was the death cap mushroom. It's highly toxic if you ingest it. Half a cap is apparently enough to kill someone. And it apparently was the cause of death of the Emperor Claudius. Um, That's interesting. Fish. I think this is probably the most interesting tiny fucking creature in the world, right? It's the Irakanji jellyfish. It is one cubic centimeter in size. Wow. Uh, its sting was described as 100 times as potent as that of a cobra and a thousand times stronger than that of a tarantula. It causes Irakanji syndrome. Do you want to hear the symptoms of this? Desperately. Excruciating muscle cramps in the arms and legs, severe pain in the back and kidneys, a burning sensation of the skin and face, headaches, nausea, restlessness, sweating, vomiting, an increase in heart rate and blood pressure, and psychological phenomena such as the feeling of impending doom. And the syndrome was discovered by a toxicologist called Jack Barnes, uh, who determined that stings wouldn't affect the synthetic surface, uh, so he wore pantyhose when collecting the specimens. That has no relevance to its deadliness, I just thought that was weird and interesting and I thought you'd like to know. Uh, yeah, thank you for that yeah. uh, insight. So it, uh, it would Rob, it would kill you but if you wore a fetching pair of pantyhose, you'd be fine. Small price to pay, really. Yeah. I think I might buy myself some pantyhose. Those are some tiny, tiny creatures that would knock you the fuck out. Yeah. I, I, I'd be interested. I like. Have you researched any like uh, mammals that would that would that would yeah. take you? Yeah. So I looked. Very small. Ones. Uh, yeah, I tried to find out small mammals, but like, so I was thinking of the transitive property stuff, and it's like you know, if an elephant could kill you, could that mean a mouse could kill you? And then I. I, I was looking into it and why elephants like fear mice is literally because elephants eyesight is so bad that they just see like a puff of dirt or movement and they freak the fuck out that like it could be anything. It's not that specifically a mouse could kill an elephant. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm. People used to think it was because the mouse could theoretically climb up its uh, trunk, but that's not that's not true. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So we're 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 coming to the towards the end of the podcast. I suppose we'll just sum it up by answering, uh, asking the question and answering kind of without thought. Your first response, Jill. What's the largest animal you think you could take in a fight? Chicken. Chicken. Dan. It's the largest animal. You human. Could, human. Human being. Human yeah. being. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've, I've fought someone before and I won because I'm cool. Yeah. I'm a cool dude. You know, no, I mean, come on. I mean, if you're going to be fighting, you know, Honey Boo Boo's mother, you're going to win, aren't you? Oh, dude, come on. Not Mama June. <laughs> yeah, she's dead. That's it. Well, I God. mean, yeah, I, I could I could kill an elephant that has died 50 years ago. I think I could beat uh, Prince Philip. There you go. See? Ooh. Human. I have a depressing answer. Blue whale. You know why? Because we as humans are going to fucking destroy the planet and we're going to kill everything. Boom. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I win. That's why I'd, I'm yeah, the toughest. Can, you are. You're the. You're the. You're the big balls. Like that's it. Yeah. Um, Dan. Oh, Dan, do you do you have anything you need to to promote? I suppose. Thank you for coming on this weird journey with us. Honestly, uh, I kind of I am regretting it. Um, <laughs> I feel that uh, I probably should have shut up for most of this and just answer the questions as sensibly as possible. But, you know, people don't want to hear that shit, do they? So hopefully, um, you know, this hasn't ruined your careers. But... Oh, no, we'll be fine. Well, that sounds ominous. If this gets really, really popular and I decide to go back into the world of education, uh, yeah, I'm going to ask that you take this off the air. Of course, this was all theoretical, hypothetical, as as you noted before. You're a very peaceful person and a very like you're you're a pacifist that you would never do this. It's in. I don't even eat meat. I mean, you're in the scenario I, that you know, you're put in a room, only one can leave. A you know Thunderdome scenario. Thunderdome scenario. Thunderdome scenario. Then you know. Yeah. Something's gonna have to die, and I don't want it to be me. Really, to be fair, it's our fault. We we did put baby in the corner, so that's 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 on we us. Did. Um, That's it. So I suppose thank you everyone for listening. Uh, on, on, until next time, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Random Questions Podcast. The podcast was edited by me, Rob, and was hosted by myself and Jill Kingston. The intro theme was done by JJ Lee, and incidental music currently playing was done by Kevin McLeod. For more info on the podcast and to stay up to date with new episodes, you can subscribe to us on most podcast apps, and you can follow us on Twitter at RandomQsPod. It's R-A-N-D-O-M-Q-S-P-O-D.